Yeah. Oh, do you hear that cat burp? <laughs> Crazy cat. Oh, I got my coffee. I got new coffee. New imported bits of coffee. And a cat. And you're watching, so what else do we need? Here we go in three, two, one. Good morning, everybody, and welcome. Today is Friday. It is June 18th, 2021. My name is Jeremy, and this is my first cup of coffee. Where do you think you're going? Oh, I made that a little dark. So I've, I think I've mentioned in the past, it's not a blanket, it's a robe. You can't lay under it. You have to stay on it. That one of my clients lives in Costa Rica and she's up and brought me coffee. Now, I've been there. I actually helped her and her family move. Her and her husband and her dog and her, her cat. I was part of the husband and dog trip. And uh, if you go back to 2019 on my personal social media, you can see a whole bunch of photos there. Uh, but it was an absolute riot. And the fun thing about that coffee is that coffee's dirt cheap there. It's just, it's this coffee, which is better than just about anything we're going to get here, is kind of their, you know, folders down there. It's just, they just have great coffee. Stacy says, I remember that. Yeah, there was, and good morning to you as well. There was nothing more fun than flying first class with the big golden retriever. It was a riot. It really was. It was one of the neatest experiences of my life. Uh, why do we fly first class? Because of the amount of luggage we needed to take. And the fact that, you know, you needed more room between the seats for the dog. I didn't pay for it. And I didn't fly back first class. But it was still a good time. It was a good time. I like Costa Rica. Uh, if I was going to live in another country that I've been to, Costa Rica would be it. I've, I've been to a lot of places. But I'd live in Costa Rica. Actually, if I could live in the Galapagos, that would probably take precedent. Because, <sighs> man, that place is special. But second to that would be Costa Rica. Good morning, Casper. Well, it's Friday. We made it. We made it. Uh, I hurt my back at the gym yesterday. I think I know what I did. It's a little. It's a little tight. It's a little sore. It'll be okay. I woke up at one point and was like, "Ooh, this doesn't feel good." So, the transition between sitting and laying down and sitting and standing—they're not great. But I know how to handle these things. I've got some some stuff in the cabinet that I'll take. They're not. It's not like pharmaceuticals. I have some natural kind of hippie stuff. Casper uh, says, what did you do? I was doing hip thrusts and I didn't put collars on the bar and the weight moved out a little bit too far. And I think my low back was, was taxed keeping my body straight. And I think I, you know, it was a little bit too much weight this way instead of just up and down. So put collars on your bar when you're doing hip thrusts. That's the lesson. What else is going on? Uh, so yesterday I uploaded a 
He says, ha ha. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, yesterday uploaded a video to Patreon and went through a couple drills that I'm developing that came out of the flexibility train that we're working on. So if you support Patreon, if you're in that $10 a month tier, you get access to that video. Go check it out. Let me know. Let me know what you think. Good stuff over there. I also have a, an audio episode to record that I may try to record that today. We'll see. There's, I, I have an idea for an episode. I, it's Friday. I'll be at the co-working space. I have an uh, idea for a, an audio episode I want to do while I'm there around threat assessment. Because I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, like this space and the way they run security there is a nightmare. It's not, ugh, it's, it is, the only reason it is able to operate this way is because it's Vermont and nobody thinks anything could ever happen. And fingers crossed because nothing ever does. But it's still, there's still some disastrous elements to the way this building is operating. Can you, can you see how dark that is? That is some dark coffee. Oh, so good. Right? Uh, what else did I do yesterday? Little bit in the gardens, like maybe 15 minutes. Um, had some meetings, some client stuff, and end of the day, my, my final appointment for the day, Went and did some IT with uh, a client that I hadn't done work for in seven years. And their email got hacked. No, I shouldn't say that. So their email got infected. Somebody opened an email they shouldn't have. And I got it cleaned up. And honestly, there was really nothing to do. It was just check to make sure it wasn't still infected. It was fine. And now, on... yeah, you're okay. There's a big mat on your tail. I'm trying to loosen up. Uh, on behalf of the client, was talking with... So this client serves a commercial business. And this one of these commercial businesses has said, we're not going to accept any email from you. Fine. So I talked with them and I'm like, look, here's what I did. It's fine. And they're like, well, did you do this and this? No, because those are dumb. Why would I do those things? Well, did you know about this with their mail server? Yeah, and here's why that is. Oh. And it was very clear that the person I was talking to was trying to make himself more important than he was and, and, and feel special. And then later on, I got an email saying, yeah, so once you do these other things, we'll let them email again. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, can I have the full list of the things that you're insisting on that they do so we can review that and make a decision instead of you piecemealing it? Because those weren't part of the conversation earlier. I've been doing this for over 20 years and I've never seen anybody handle this situation this way. I was like, well, I've been doing it a while too. Uh-huh, I'm sure you have. Three years, maybe. You're a joke. He was all flustered on the phone. He's like, I can't remember the words for things. Yeah, because you don't know them, because you don't actually know what you're doing. It was very clear. It was very clear. This is someone who probably dabbled in computers, went to school for 
a certificate program, got a job that they weren't qualified for, and is stumbling through. I remember, I remember back in the day, I remember the good old days of IT in the late 90s and early 2000s when absolutely every person who had a job at IT had started off with you know 10 years of building their own computers and writing code and the the real definition of a hacker not the one that the media uses they they hacked things together and you didn't have to worry about these things it it wasn't oh these everything needs to be perfect it's okay what what is a, a reasonable standard to hold these things to because there is no perfect there's no such thing as perfect. When you have organizations like uh, that pipeline company and the, the meat company get it, getting emails and managing to open things and getting infected, it's proved, it happens. It happens. It's not, it's not impossible. So dealing with that and the last email, so I'm forwarding these emails. I'll, I'll close up this story in a minute. So I'm forwarding these emails off to the client as they come in. And I'm like, look at what I'm dealing with. And so the last one, you know, it's like 5.30. I'm in the parking lot at the gym. I'm ready to go in. And he says, and the email says, well, call me so we can discuss this. Now, we already discussed this for way longer than we needed to. And what I was told on the phone was not what ended up happening. And I said, look, client's paying me hourly. And I need these things documented we need to do this by email. And he wrote back like two minutes later, I appreciate that you're helping them, thank you. So we'll see what happens. At one point in the middle, see this is what, here's where it becomes a martial arts story. At one point the IT department at this organization that I'm talking to was two people. I've trained with one of them. So I'm on the phone with this guy and I said, is so-and-so there? He can vouch for me. I know what I'm doing. Well, this, you know, this really doesn't concern him. That's fine. But you seem to question my skill. He can validate my skill. Vermont's a small place. Vermont martial arts is a very small place. Speaking of which, I, I was invited to sit on a testing board in a month, a little three weeks, which is cool. I haven't done that in a while. This is a, a organization that I do not know well. And interestingly, one that I am considering joining, one I'm considering putting a white belt on. So this will be an opportunity for me to see them in action. I know I like the, the head instructor. He's a really nice guy, very smart guy. And we get along really well. He's taught at training day, which training day is gonna happen. We don't have a date yet, but we are in conversation. It's, we're on track. We're gonna have training day this fall. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. It's my favorite event of the year. Anyway. Stacy says, training day, yes. Oh, I missed a comment from her about nerd stuff. Here we go. Writing code, understanding basic programming, the language, not the level. Building and dismantling their computers, hell yeah. I go back to the days when we had to save things on audio cassette. Yeah. Yeah. 
My first computer didn't have a floppy disk drive. You save it on audio cassette. And when you wanted to reload your program, yeah, it sounded like a modem. So, um, I've been invited to sit on this testing board and that'll give me a chance to evaluate the way the school operates and how people conduct themselves and the quality standard and everything and, and see, do I want to join this school? They're kind of on, on summer hiatus. There are a lot of kids. This is a, primarily a kid-driven martial arts school. They do have adult classes. So. Summer break and we'll see. We'll see if I hang out with them in the fall. It's time. I want to be in classes again. And I want to learn something new. I want to learn new stuff. So. Uh, that was yesterday. That's the future. Anything else to tell you? No, let's talk about... Let's, let's talk about today. Let's talk about this weekend. So I'm going to get up to the co-working space. I had a meeting scheduled. That meeting's been canceled. The only meeting I have today is with another martial arts school who, uh, I, I, won't, I won't name names, but it, it is uh, a school run by a past guest. So that's always cool. Somebody I've talked to who wants to bring me on as a consultant. They want, they want my help. This will bring the number of schools that I work with up, and I'm pumped. I really am. I, I, as much as I enjoy, you know, doing some of this IT here and there and doing this other work, if it was all for martial arts schools, it'd be much more fun. Because that, that's my niche. That's what I know. Take all these things. Take all the things that I know and I'm good at and put them in a pot. And you cook it up and what do you get? You get Jeremy Lesniak, the martial arts consultant. the industry I know how this stuff works so uh, fingers crossed that that happens and we just keep moving forward there um, this weekend it's supposed to rain Saturday so I'll probably get out early tomorrow do some work in the yard before the rain and then Saturday assuming my back holds up yeah we'll see what happens uh, I'm going for a hike I did not get to go for my birthday hike but I will go for a hike Right, twitchy tail. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. If, if all goes well, I will I will conquer Camel's Hump barefoot for the first time. I've not done it. I've done most of it. I haven't done the whole thing barefoot, but I think I could do it. And that's it. That's, that's what's going on with me. What's going on with you? What is going on with you? Oh, oh my back. You want to walk on my back? Actually, that probably... With what you weigh, that would probably be be nice, but the claws would not be. Oh, this coffee is so good! I can't even get over it. You ever have those days where you just you just want to sit and just be lazy and just drink coffee and yeah, this is one of those. It's gonna be a beautiful day. I'd consider taking my motorcycle out for the day, but that's definitely not happening now. Nope. All right, well, let's see what you guys gave me to talk about. Uh, have you checked out yesterday's episode of Martial Arts Radio? Episode... Oh. I forgot to plug it in. 
Darn it. All right. Oh, where's the where's the little laptop? That's got juice. Let's fire this up. Uh, we've had some good feedback on episode six fifteen. Uh, people people commenting, saying things. You know, I we put up a a, a social media post yesterday, maybe the day before. I think it was yesterday. And it just said, how long does it take the average person to get a black belt? Now, of course, we had a couple expected answers. The average person doesn't get a black belt. Or, people chiming in at my school, it takes roughly this long. And there was some interesting stuff there. Right? We had one person who said, my teacher was wrong. There is such a thing as a stupid question. And I, and I wrote back, if you find questions that lead to thought and conversation to be stupid, you probably shouldn't be following us. But then there were other people who were watching and commenting. They were responding. I ended up in a couple conversations, both publicly and privately, about length of time and organizations, and it was, it was really good. You know, it's on the surface, yeah, it's a boring question, but it led to some good stuff. And that's one of my favorite things about social media. It's one of the things that we're trying to do more of and honestly, if you, one of the things that, that we had at one point and we need to get in, I, I need a couple people who can monitor social media and respond appropriately to comments. I'm just watching what the birds are doing. So if you're somebody who wants to do that, no, I'm not going to pay you, but um, you get direct access to me and discounts on the stuff that we do. I mean, that's, that's what I offer for small things like this. We're not talking much time, we're talking a couple hours a week to hang out on social media when you probably already are. Let me know. More coffee. I'm gonna be so wired later. One of the perks of the co-working space, free coffee. It's pretty good, it's not this good, but it's pretty good. All right, so let's see what you guys gave me. YouTube, I was looking at shoes last night. Despite being barefoot and loving being barefoot, I still like shoes, it doesn't make any sense. What if I put my laptop on the cat? What do you think? No? Okay. That is the wrong account. Switch account. Excuse me. We're adding subscribers. We're adding, adding them faster than we had been. We're doing, we're doing stuff right. All right, so... We got comments in here. Okay. So here we go. We got some stuff from Frank. Thank you to Frank, as always, for making sure I got stuff to talk about. So let's start with the jokes. It's Monday, Friday. I love... No, that's the wrong... Oh, are you not giving me the jokes? Come on. All right, hold on. I got to go to Facebook and pull these out of my messages. It's a low-tech show. It's also as low-budget as possible. Oh, the person who brought me the coffee, it's her birthday today. I have to wish her a happy birthday. Come on, load. Load. Ugh, you're killing me. Anybody else finding that Facebook runs much slower than it used to? 
It's happening across devices. It's really frustrating. All right. Here are the jokes. Today is International Sushi Day. Yay! I like sushi. It's also, ironically, Go Fishing Day, according to HolidayInsights.com. There you go. What's better? Catch the fish, chop it up, put it in your face. I asked my sushi chef what his favorite roll was. He said payroll. Expensive sushi? That's a raw deal. <laughs> What's a sushi? What is a sushi? This is hard with the invisible line. What is a sushi? Just, what is a sushi chef's dream car? A Rolls Royce. My wife hated my obsession with Asian cuisine. Sushi left me. What's a soldier's favorite type of sushi? A combat roll. Why does some sushi have the rice on the inside of the seaweed wrap? That's just how it rolls. At what age did the world's greatest sushi chef begin his training? Two and a half. <laughs> I don't know why that one's so funny. That was hysterical. Did you hear about the new lawyer-themed sushi restaurant that opened up the other day? It's called Sosumi. For a little while, I thought I found something to replace my love for sushi. But alas, it was only temporary. What type of sushi does Bob Seger like? That old time rock and roll. These are so good. These are some of the best jokes you've ever done, Frank. I love these. A detective recently came into town to visit the new sushi restaurant. He heard, there, he heard there was a fishy business. This sushi is terrible. Sir, this is an aquarium. <laughs> ah, so good. All right. Uh, all in all, like as a set, best jokes. Best jokes we've ever had. These are great. Great sushi jokes. Great coffee. Warm cat in my lap. It's a good morning. All right. Another Renaissance man who is appropriate for Pride Month, Leonardo da Vinci. And we've got some quotes from da Vinci. Whatever you do in life, if you want to be creative and intelligent and develop your brain, you must do everything with the awareness that everything in some way connects to everything else. I think this is one of the most important things that we can realize. Uh, we, for the sake of simplicity and... Honestly, our, our own arrogance as a species and individuals like to compartmentalize things. But we forget that what we do is immensely influenced by what other people do. If you take a huge step back, or you know what? Let's think about it. Let's, let's think about it with, with another animal. Think about um, cats. Okay, This cat right here. How much control does this cat have over her life? She didn't choose where to be born or who to be born to. She didn't choose to be born on the street. She didn't choose to be picked up and brought to a humane society. She didn't choose who adopted her. She didn't choose who that person dated and ultimately left her with. She didn't choose any of that. So if you think about it, like percentage-wise, what does she get? One, three, five percent, say? You're not that much different. 
We don't choose who we're born to or where or when. We don't choose much of our childhood. And everything we do and who we are tracks back to those early things. We are part of a complex system. And the more we realize that, the more, if you, I think if you look at it the right way, the more it gives us the ability to play our role. We're part of something very complex. If you're a martial artist, you're part of a complex lineage of schools and people and a future that includes schools and people. You may never teach a class, but that doesn't mean that your presence in a class doesn't have an influence on the instructor or other students that if we trace it out could be incredibly important. If you think, pick, pick the person in history that you think is most important or had the biggest impact. If their grandparents made a different decision, that person would not have been born. Instead of, well, no, I'm just going to leave that there and move on. I'll let you guys contemplate that. Next, beauty perishes in life, but is immortal in art. I think creation of things is critical. I think it's important. I think it's important to our psyche. I think it's important to how we function as human beings is damn sure important in, in life. And a lot of us don't create. And I think a lot of the frustration that people feel, I think a lot of the depression and anxiety and other things that people feel come from a lack of feeling like you've created things and have the ability to create things. I've created businesses. create gardens and food. I'm not an artist in the way that people think of art and creation. But there's an artistic element to the way that I manage my property and run my business. So if you're if you're feeling like maybe you need to create, take a look at what you could create. If you don't know, if you want some structure to your creation, let me know. There are plenty of things I can have you do. There is no shortage of work to be done in this movement, this business. Yeah, I'm picking at your mats. It's a constant process. She she doesn't like when I when I groom her. She's got really she's got mats that have like formed a super mat on her belly. She's not interested in me dealing with it. The wisest and noblest teacher is nature itself. I mean, that, that, that collects the first two. You can't outscience nature. We, we, we can't, no matter what we do as a species, we could all get together to come up with a single path and, and put all of our time, energy, resources, etc., into whatever that thing is, and we're still not gonna be stronger than nature can't stop gravity. You can delay it. Can't stop it. 
So work with it. Work with nature. Be part of nature. Accept our place in nature. When we teach self-defense, teach self-defense from the perspective of what are people going to do? How do you work within what's around you? How do you work with the people? Uh, when I was at dinner the other day, um, the short version is there was a situation that had happened in the past and has somewhat come up and there's some, there's some risk for someone uh, and the office that they have their, their business. And I said, hey, and, and this person said, you know, it's fine. I know this person carries a, a handgun and um, of the two other people in the office, three other people in the office, one other carries a handgun. I said, that, that's all well and good, but what if the situation doesn't warrant lethal force? She didn't know what to say. Let's work with the nature of the situation. Let's not go to the nuclear option. Let's get the people who don't carry some training. Let's come up with some security protocols. You know, I find that, that people have one of two attitudes towards safety and self-defense. They're either all in and they get it and they, they take it to a place of extreme or they don't do anything and say, what's going to happen? It'll be fine. It's not black and white. It's a continuum. It's a spectrum. There, there are plenty of shades of gray. I have cameras on my house, but I don't always shut the windows. Sometimes I forget to lock a door. I have weapons in various places of various kinds, like swords. But it doesn't mean I keep them under the pillow. I'm going to read one more. Um, no, I'm going to read two more. Because once again, Frank gave us a great one to end on. Simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. What's another way of saying simple? Elegant. When something is simple and effective, it is elegant. And I think that that is what we should strive for as martial artists. When you think about combat or freeform movement in general, there are an infinite number of ways that you can respond. Most of them are not appropriate, so you don't do those. But of the appropriate options, you still got a ton of choices. What's the best choice for self-defense? Something that works and is easy. Something you have a high degree of, of high likelihood of success. That's an elegant solution. My favorite forms to watch are simple forms done incredibly well. Elegant. We've kind of forgotten about elegance in modern society. When we think about elegance, I think about, you know, like pre-Great Depression, maybe even post-Great Depression. When I think about the cars that are the most elegant from that era, There's nothing wrong with being really good and really simple. All right, now last quote. I hope you have a great weekend.
Hope to see you back here on Monday, and I hope you leave me some good stuff to talk about. Your brain is much better than you think. Just use it. Thanks for watching, everybody. Take care. Be well.